Hello everyone and welcome to another podcast with me, Charlie. <laughs> me, Rick. Me, Fraser. And me, Sirhan. <laughs> Minus Fraser. We'll put Fraser audio clip in there. (laughs) Cool. (laughs) Cool. (laughs) All right, lads. So this week, uh, I thought we'll go through a bit of Rick and Morty stuff. The things that are surrounding Rick and Morty and the controversies surrounding this today. Give it a little bit of fresh, fresh in our minds. Yeah. We'll do that. We'll do that. <laughs> I'm excited. Uh, <laughs> Ace is going to be gutted. <laughs> he loves Rick and Morty. Uh, it's his own What's fault. Fucking watching Quantum Mania. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <Really> selfish. <laughs> How dare he have a life when he's got online friends? Right. <laughs> online friends? Online friends. Don't man. debase <laughs> yourself to being an online friend. <laughs> no, come but on, I mean... Sir. Come on. Right, come on. on At least right, buddies. We're online yeah. family. <laughs> Okay, so Rick and Morty, Rick and Morty, how are we feeling about Rick and Morty at the moment, guys? Just in general, just in general, your general thoughts, feelings, with everything that's been going on. What are you saying? With the controversy or with like the just just in general, itself? just in general. I everything have in enjoyed Rick and Morty since they got renewed for like certain episodes. They got a bit of stability, and I was like, okay, cool. I could see that stability reflecting in the show. I was like, yeah, I like it. They're doing a lot more canon-based stuff. As a show, I respect it because it's one of those shows that was so good or so different. I thought this could easily just fall off the tracks. So as a show, I really and the last season especially, I really enjoyed it. Same. Mm-hmm. Same. Oh yeah. You, Absolute. I understand mate. I love Rick and Morty. Um obviously as a show. Nothing outside of it. The show is incredible. I, I love it all. I've loved every second. I'm loving the, the big arc in story that's, that's happening now. But yeah, it's, it's always got to be tainted by something. Yeah, <laughs> it kind of seems to be the way that everything was sort of heading at the moment. So I did a little bit of research. <clears throat> Rick and Morty is currently the 60th most popular show online at the moment. 60th most popular show. Can we consider how many shows there are? It's, it's kind of insane. Obviously, Adult Swim's number one show, and the 35 most searched for show on Google, which is wow. average actually... 92% on Rotten Tomatoes by average viewer score, which is insane because not a lot gets 90 plus on Rotten Tomatoes. Um, so obviously this is a high acclaimed show, right? What makes you what what do you think makes it so good? Why are you so drawn to the oh, show? The writing. Hands down, man. It's Dan Harmon. Um, you know, obviously credit to Justin Roiland because the voices are incredible and it was his original idea. But Dan Harmon comes along and can just write something so cleverly stupid. And it's I think it's inspired so many new ideas. Like, you know, Marvel's literally ripped it off. You know, yeah. doing the whole... I know that it, it was a thing before to break through multiverses and stuff, but they've actually got Rick and Morty writers in to do some of this shit now because it's so impressive. And yeah, man, Dan Harmon is just... Uh, yeah, he's like a fucking legend. He Community, is. hands yeah. down, you know. Yeah. Yeah, there's yeah. so many good ones. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was going to say my friend Charlie showed it to me. So, I mean, that's why I like it. But um, Did I actually? Did I show you Rick you- and Morty? You introduced it to me and Rick in my room, and you're like, sit down, we need to watch this new show. 
And I remember you kind of said to me, look, oh I know he's going to burp a lot and he's going to drool a lot, but just you'll get past it. And it was that <laughs> moment where, like, you guys are some of the few people that I will listen to in the sense when someone goes, listen to this song, watch this show, watch this film, you're going to like it. And especially when it comes from Charlie, I'm like, okay, this is like a director's cut. Like, this is... <laughs> if, it's, if, if it's anything below a certain standard, usually you and um, that Rick and Chaz will, won't like it. So... I took it on, on, on a pinch of salt on that. I think, yeah, like Chaz, the writing is what's kept it going. I think they brought that element of, again, like what you were saying, Chaz, like the, the multiversal sort of traversal and different universes, even as stupid as it can be, is kind of put it into the zeitgeist of like pop culture where it's become more accessible as an idea. So when other things do it, people are a little bit more in grasp of it. Right, yeah. In that sense. Yes. So yeah, I think they've, yeah, I think the writing has smashed it, man. And I think yeah. they're still smashing it. They're, they're still... They're somehow breaking the full fall whilst breaking another full fall whilst breaking... Like, it, it, the, they're pointing a finger whilst holding a mirror up to the finger, and I'm like, fuck, okay. Make, it still makes sense, though. <laughs> yeah. yeah, in a the weird whole, way, it does. Yeah, like, the whole writer's room for community are... And community, Rick and Morty, are, are smashing it man like they are so ahead of so much shit that people things are releasing based on like a rick and morty kind of formula mm-hmm. and i think with dan Harmon really think his story real kind of thing and that formula of how he constructs his episodes and everything i've, I've seen like a lot of different shows kind of take that on board so um yeah man there's the writing is jokes the the, the actual jokes the punchlines to everything i think are amazing that's so smart in such a stupid way that you, you don't really see it coming a lot of the times you have to watch an episode a few times to kind of eventually kind of get the joke behind it 100 percent, yeah and it's just <laughs> it's just so good it's just so good um, i think one thing that they've really benefited from in my opinion that not a lot of shows try to do or need to do or risk to do is character development from from where we started and where the family is now and who each role that everyone plays and who they are has really changed and grown when you really think about it like yep. and a lot of shows mm-hmm. won't do that because like, that's the formula this person's the but the, the joke this person's the hero and they've made rick everything from the hero to the villain to someone that they just disregard and everyone has changed so i think yep. um again yeah writing character development i really appreciate that, that effort. yeah it's got that flexibility to kind of go into you know if the if this beth was a bit like this or if this jerry was a bit more like this and they can do that with any excuse of just saying this is a different universe yeah and like that just opens up. i mean I, they basically did it in community with the dice which you know opening mm-hmm. up like the uh the, the evil yeah. timeline and stuff and it, yeah they can do the exact same thing in this like there's episodes where <laughs> you see countless families dying the the you know the family and and it will make you believe that this is the real one and then they die yes. and then it makes you believe this is the real one and then they die and it's like no this yep. is the point they're infinite the only ones that we can truly know that we know is c137 and unless they directly say that it's not them <laughs> yeah yeah I think yeah. that's that's not the kind of telling thing if if it's not mentioned it's c137 Rick and Moy you don't know what the fuck is going on at yeah any point. it could yeah. be any yeah. yeah um so some of the craziest fan theories that i'm sure we all know some about on rick and morty uh what are some of your, your theories that you know just just off the top, top of your head because i've got a few favorites i've got a few favorites Go on, Chad, because I know I know you've got way more than I do. Go on. He's bubbling right now. He's bubbling. He's like, oh, He's like, I've been waiting for this fucking. Episode. Well, I mean, the thing is, it's like theories are kind of tough because it's kind of already told us. 
um if you've you know if you've paid attention mm-hmm. enough to the episode you kind of already get it what's happening i don't think there's much more to theory behind that other than the fact that rick's morty is the rickest rick who we now can call the rickest rick because he's essentially the one before rick he is his morty and that's what we can gather that rick rick was obviously using him as bait and that's what he's been waiting for he's been waiting for him to come back but now he's kind of learned that he kind of loves morty and the family anyway I don't know much beyond that, though, I would guess. I mean, I think it's it could be a stab in the dark for a lot of different guesses. But yeah, if you've got some, I'm, I'm open is. I mean, like, I think one of them, one of my favorite ones is like Rick obviously knows he's in a TV show. That's one of my favorites that Rick mm-hmm. knows mm-hmm. he is in a TV show. Like, that's why he, he's always playing to the camera. He's always like, oh, are you kidding me? Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, or whatever. Or he's making mm-hmm. jokes at the camera or whatever. Because yeah. he knows he's in a show. He can do whatever the fuck he wants and he's protected because he is the main character of the show. Nothing's going to fucking happen to him. And even if it does, he'll be back. Ah, it's, it's I don't weird. believe in that theory. And you I'll don't. tell you why. Rick knows there's a camera somewhere. It doesn't mean he knows he's on TV in, in, in the retrospect. He knows he's on he knows he's on a show somewhere because we've seen on Infinite Cable or whatever it's called, Intergalactic Cable, Interdimensional <laughs> yeah. Cable, that he's got in, that you can watch anything anywhere pretty much whenever you want. And he knows he's always <clears> on <throat> camera, but that doesn't necessarily depict what's going on in front of him. Like if he's getting shot at and dying, he might make a reference to a, a camera he knows is there, but it doesn't impact his actual reality of what's happening to him. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like he can't just go, you know, rewrite it, rewrite it. He knows there's not like, I don't think he's referenced the writing of his own path. You know what I mean? Like that would really show his character kind of relying on a certain formula, but I don't know. I mean, that that would be my argument against that because it would just be tacky, I think. I said, and I think this is the, the cool thing about it though, because you can have so many different theories about it, but like at the end of the day, the writers are never going to come out and confirm this is the right theory, this is the wrong theory. <laughs> it can just spawn so much insane, crazy shit and they can all relatively be tied and that's part of what mm-hmm. makes the show so fucking good is that there is so much going on at any one given time in any one episode and you can link it to so many different things and it just spawns all this crazy shit. Yeah. I, 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 don't think they, I don't think they need to answer so, too much of it. I think we've kind of proven like good shows, like when you think about Modern Family and they're explaining why there's a camera. Um, uh, even like... The, <laughs> fair enough it's like it's a documentary style but they never yeah. justify why there's a camera why they're being interviewed you know it's it's it doesn't justify itself of you know it's not like the office where they kind of say we're making it for this reason hmm. and as a as a viewer you don't question it like even the same theory with scrubs where they're like is the inner monologue his diary is everything in his head again they don't really need to explain it and they just jump around to other people's inner monologue so I think they don't have to justify everything. I think they've justified from what I know of the theories of like the main canon stuff of like evil multi must be his original uh, multi, as we were saying, or um, the episode where they go back into his memories and you see uh, his, his wife and original Beth died. Was that uh, like a distraction? Was that the real way they died? And they confirmed, well, no, that's actually the, that, that, that's, that actually played out that way. And that's why Rick wanted to chase down this original Rick and so on. And yeah. So, forth. so like, I don't know. I mean, I don't know why. I know it's so easy to talk about the talking to the camera of obviously to be like, but I don't know, ten more seasons or blah blah blah. blah. But I don't know why the what the one that popped into my head was just like when he goes Nintendo crazy. And it's like, oh my god, Nintendo, we need to do it's, it's like 95, 95. It's like Nintendo, give us free stuff. <laughs> Apparently that whole little <laughs> skit that they made with the Nintendo. 
was actually like um Justin Roiland's uh, he actually did something like that like back in the day it was like a Walmart were having some sale on Nintendos and he wanted <laughs> yeah. to genuinely like buy a fucking stockload of them and then just like eventually kind of resell them but it was like a little nod something that Justin Roiland actually tried to do so they just chucked it in <laughs> it was like a, as a really obscure sort of joke but um, even even not knowing it just him watching him freak out over Zelda is is just it's just great <laughs> It's the fact that he just goes into the secret like vault in like in the living room, and everyone's like, "What the fuck?" Like, it's it's one of the first few times you see Rick sort of not even comedic, but almost his stupid obsessions. You know, like he does um, Morty's mind popping. Morty's mind blows. Blows. Yeah, yeah. And, and he wipes his memory every time he fucks up. Like he says a word wrong. He doesn't like they're the moments you don't see. So it was one of those moments. I'm like, Rick, what the fuck are you doing, man? Like, Quickly, they're, they're on sale. We need to go get it. And everyone's like, "All right." It's part of the charm of the show, isn't it? Oh, 100%. It's, you know what? It, obviously, it, it knows that it draws a lot from The Simpsons and South Park and stuff South like that. It knows that it's got so many different... <clears throat> and it, it, it kind of instantly draws you in to say, we know. like We're quite aware of it, but we're better. You know, We're going to do it our way, and it's way sure. cooler, and you're going to enjoy it. Yeah. They do it really well. I mean, no, I don't think many people would have expected it to be this good from season one. You know, I think there was a very small fan base after season one and it just exploded for season two and three and it just got bigger and bigger, like a cult following become mass following. Well, saying that about the season one, that's a nice little segue into the next point. So do you remember the very first episode, the pilot episode? Where, yeah. Um, the seed? Yeah, the mega seeds. Yeah. And the Morty breaks his leg and then he's got to come back and all that stuff. And he goes back to the that whole episode. Mm-hmm. That whole pilot episode was written in just six hours. Wow, no way. In just six hours, apparently, there was uh, after Dan Harmon had been fired from community, him and Justin Roiland were in the office, in the office community, the community office, sorry. And there was nothing in there, no tables, no chairs, nothing. They'd sold the idea to Adult Swim. And they were sat on the floor with the laptops. And it was whatever time at night. And Harmon was about to leave. Uh, Justin said, no, sit down. We're going to do this. We, if you leave, it's going to take us like three months to write this episode. If you stay, we can have it written in six hours. In six hours, they writ the pilot episode. And from that spawned the seven seasons that we know now and the three seasons left to come and this entire fucking franchise and how big Rick and Morty has blown up from, from a six written, a six hour written pilot episode. Which I think is insane. 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 Well, it's 8 p.m. now. (laughs) Are you guys free till 2 a.m.? Because let's just just write ourselves a little pilot. Yeah, let's just end this podcast. Let's just write a whole new show in six hours. (laughs) It doesn't have to be Rick and Morty. It could be like Mick. Oh, I like that. Morty? No, no, no. That's that's two on the nose. That's two on the nose. Oh, I'm sorry. More like. Like Mickey and Ricky, like maybe you know, play on play on a name. Mm, Mickey and Ricky's good. What about like Rick and M- Morty? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn it! How about Morty and Rick? <laughs> oh, I like that. Morton Rick. How about <laughs> what about Beth and Summer? How about what about Beth, Beth and Summer? Summer? Oh my god, can you imagine? <laughs> They've basically done that already. <laughs> Like I think just having just having that kind of impromptu attitude to be like in six hours we're gonna write a pilot episode and they've done it. 
it's something that they kind of consistently do throughout the show like a lot of the show when you watch it you can kind of tell it's like just been improvised and done on the spot and then chucked in but that's kind of the charm of the show like the into interdimensional cable episodes most of those episodes those little <laughs> commercials are Dude. random outtakes yeah like exactly two, yeah. two brothers that whole thing was just like a, a random improvised scene that Royland had just kind of spat out and they just kept in and that's kind of part of, also part of the charm of the show there's so much yeah. random improvised nonsense bullshit that's just chucked in there but it just works it, it, it yeah. fits with the rest of the theme of the show but I think like what you guys were saying, like it justifies itself because yeah, it stays on brand, it stays on theme. But even when they first show the interdimensional cable, even more, it's like there's a certain spontaneous, like spontaneism to this sort of thing, this sort of improvisation to it. And Rick's like, yeah, shh, don't worry, just don't question it, just keep watching. <laughs> yeah. And then, and, and then it kind of justifies itself because you're like, you're right, yeah, don't question it. It's twenty minutes of giving myself, what, yeah, silliness, yeah. whatever the hell this is. But it when it wants to be serious or deep or emotional or scientific, it justifies itself in a way. If it was all silliness, I think you would lose the thread. It needs to kind of balance that rationale and silliness. But as you said, in the moments where they can improvise, fucking hell, they give, they give good. Yeah. 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 It definitely all kind of goes to a point in the end, you know, like it has its season finale still and stuff like that. Like, And I feel like mm -hmm. they could probably pump out the like the scope of one of these episodes in six hours but then over the time of animating it and voicing it and stuff like that you know that's when the creative kind of oh we can link this to this and you know and kind of the dan yeah. Harmon steps in yeah i imagine roiland you know has a lot to do with it but you know dan Harmon's mind is like there's more than just three or four narratives going <laughs> on there's arcing things going and things coming up from under and he's just everywhere all at once you know yeah. he's a very a very good writer he's very 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 good that's why i like also what i like about the show when, when when it wants to be funny it can be hilarious when it wants to like proper throw an emotional nutsack at you it will do it <laughs> yeah it will, it will fully like hit you where you'd least expect it to hit like um the episode of rick what was um the the thing's name um the one that was Muni. taken over Unity. Is that's the one. Unity. 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 Yeah. I knew what you meant. Yeah. Unity. Yeah. Like that whole episode, like when you obviously when you watch it, you kind of get an idea of what's happening. But at the very end, you've got the music and he's trying to kill himself. And it's not the first time that you see him do it. And it proper genuinely hits you. Just like, oh shit, it's like smartest man in the universe or not. You know, Rick has got some fucking problems going on. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It hits, man. It it really does hit. They they are I think a good they, team. They even touch on that. Um not on the suicide thing, but you know, like with the in the latest season, is it the Piss Master? Yeah, I like, what, like <laughs> whatever his name is. Yeah, it's, it's the Piss Guy piss or something, right? <laughs> and it's a ridiculous character. It's a ridiculous fight with of Jerry, and every way the storyline with Jerry goes, it becomes like a fucking like Iron Man of the universe. Yeah. It's all ridiculous. But then when he takes like a little closer look, and he brings in Rick, and he's like wants to find him, and he finds that he's committed suicide, and then. His, you know, the piss master guy's daughter come. Like you're, you're still thinking about something so stupid in concept, but the heart of it is so, it's genuine enough and tangible enough to be like, right, okay, I, I get where this is coming from. It could be stupid, but that's what I mean. The multiverse stuff justifies anything random, but they, the show doesn't justify itself to say we're going to be different every week because of this. It's still about the characters and their personal stuff that they go through 
and the multiverse stuff is just a beautiful massive backdrop to it all mm-hmm. kind of yeah Does that makes sense <laughs> so it's like um even that like yeah even that whole piss master situation ridiculous but when i yeah. think about it i want to laugh and i almost really want to take a step back and think yeah well yeah kind of bouncing off of that you've got the you've even got the fact that they've written bottle episodes when it's an animation you don't even need to write a bottle episode but they wrote a bottle episode as well like you know yeah. what i mean so they can literally go ridiculous and then just go yeah but you know what we're actually really good at this and this is just a, a bottle episode where there's yeah. a, a parasite going around the house making everyone remember things wrong like you know it's <laughs> oh, just such yeah. a good idea yeah, and it's like it's like this is how simply brilliant they can be at the same time as having to take it into multi-universes they can just go there it is there's a there's a really fun little idea yeah, yeah. It's, good. it's really good writing. Really, is. Good. this is this is this whole podcast is just going to be me, <laughs> arse licking Dan Harmon. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, he is he, he's got skills. He has got skills. Incredible. He has got skills. <laughs> so okay, it. so jumping into like the, the the grimy side of it, what have you? What do you know with the show and Justin Roiland? Because this is the big controversy with the show at the moment, right? Like everyone's like. Justin Roiland this, Justin Roiland that. Well, what are your thoughts on it? Yeah, do you actually know what's been going on, or you not? I know ten percent of what's been happening. I knew it initially okay. that he was going to be off the show. Then it was like stories of oh, there was a, a a Twitter statement or something that he was getting penalized for. All right, cool. Then it was there's been sexual assault. All right, cool. Then it kind of grew, and I heard like the other staff was like, oh, he's an asshole, or we don't even see him, or he doesn't show up to work and it's one of those moments where i'm like how much do i believe i'm not saying i don't believe i'm not saying there's not truth because usually yeah. it's like a domino effect you know people are more likely to open up but i didn't give myself too much to it i didn't know what to believe all i know is the end result is he's not on the show anymore yeah essentially so what is I what is think the, this has the... probably all happened hasn't it like the whole justin Roiland thing everything is pretty much i i can believe it all and i think it's going to come down to Justin Roiland saying, look, I want to step away from it and keep it integrity, uh, you know, keep its integrity and let you guys carry on without me, you know, and the fans follow that, you know, with them saying that Justin's an asshole and kind of like kicking him off it, but he's still going to be earning money from it if it's doing really, really well. You know what I mean? His name is always going to be on it no matter what happens. So I think he's probably cut his ties in the public eye as, as good as he can, you know, to kind of say, Dan, just shit talk me, man. Just shit talk me out. And, you know, I've done bad things. I don't want it to taint the show. I hope that's kind of what's happening because, I mean, it seems convenient that it with that, you know, with everything that's coming out about uh, Royland now, it seems very convenient after the, you know, the allegations and shit came about. Well, I mean, like, well, just to give you like a little quick rundown of what actually happened. Oh, God. So... <laughs> oh. Right, so first, I think this was like back in January 2020. Uh, he was first charged with one, one account of domestic battery against a supposed ex-girlfriend and one felony account of false imprisonment by menace, violence, fraud, and or deceit. So what that basically means is... He got into a fight or some kind or something, an altercation with his girlfriend. Uh, she was hurt so bad she needed medical attention, and he stopped her from leaving the house. So that was the initial kind of yeah. It's hard to hear, right? That was the initial sort of thing that kind of sparked the whole. Okay, you know, 
Dan Holm's going to court, we're going to sue him for this. He's, he's under investigation for this, that, and whatever. From that point, I think Adult Swim had cut their ties with Roiland, whether, like, f- officially, whether he's still getting paid behind the scenes, I mean, he probably is, but officially, Adult Swim was like, nope, you're not part of the show anymore, he's out. Since he's been charged and he's under investigation and everything in courts, it's all these other allegations from all these teens have come out and saying that he's been like sexually grooming them or whatever and these kids are like 14 15 and just reading up on it there was like there was a a fair few different twitter accounts were like posting their dms from justin roiland about all this weird shit he was saying i don't know if he'd actually met any of them in real life or if this was just all online or what i don't actually know but it was there was a lot of different dms going around and justin roiland was at the focus of all of it so yeah yeah that's that that sucks yeah it's it's hard it's hard to hear shit like that oh geez hearing that now like what do you feel i don't think it should necessarily reflect on the work that's been done uh, or on the show. I don't think it's going to overly taint the show that I've watched because maybe I've interpreted it as that's Rick and Morty, that's, those are characters, or it was written by him and Dan Harmon. But I don't know. I could watch it and feel surprised. I could feel a bit disconnected from the show now. But I think it's more about, obviously, the more real subject of whatever's happening is whatever justice is going to be had needs to be had. Those people need to have some sort of compensation of whatever element or sort. And then the show, which is obviously secondary to all of this, is and I know that they're going to like recast and do all that jazz and whatever. They're going to carry on if they do. But um, yeah, not the easiest or the funnest things to hear. But I mean, I'm not going to say that I'm not surprised. It's it's Hollywood. There is an element of things that we don't know. It's it's that's kind it's of like, it, isn't it? It's terrifying. It's, yeah. How it's, much are you going to boycott if you boycott everything? I mean, and I know rightly so, you should because you know, there are people like Kevin Spacey ruining House of Cards essentially. You know what I mean? It's the same thing. And we loved House of Cards, we would watch it, me, uh, me Rakesh, and uh, Fraser would watch it like together, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and we loved it. And then you know, everything comes out, and it's like, ah, it's really hard to watch now. That's yeah. really, you know, what I mean, it's hard to swallow, but if they can. Re- replace him as a voice actor i don't think the writing will hinder i think the tone could i think the tone you know justin roiland's tone would hinder but i think the fans and and also there's a lot of people who work on rick and morty as well it's not just dan Harmon and 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 justin roiland so i think you gotta appreciate the many efforts that are going in all the time and i think you know essentially he's one percent it's a bit like um ezra miller in the new flash movie Everything yeah. that was happening with him and, you know, they oh, still yeah. released the fucking film. And it's because, yeah, look, millions of people, not millions, hundreds of maybe thousands of people have worked on this film, yeah. especially a big film like that. He's just one person in it. And yes, he's in it as multiple versions of himself, but he is just one, you know, or they are just one person. I think they go by. I think, uh, just one person. I think that's what we'll, that's what I mean. That was the saving grace of where Rick and Morty can get away because it's animated. Whereas, like, I remember watching, like, Baby Driver and then Kevin Spacey's in it and I'm like, I'm enjoying the film. And there's that little moment you can't help. You kind of go, ah, 
Okay. Mm-hmm. Anyway, let's move on. Whereas Rick and Morty's animated, you don't associate the face too much with it. I think boycott. Oh, that's would what we're lucky. Like, yeah. Would be more appropriate if they were like, no, 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 we're going to keep him on anyway. Mm. Or even if they went, no, no, he's been dropped of all charges or it was all fake. I think innocent or not, people, it would be tainted. Yep. Whereas if they've disassociated with him, the show's got nothing to do with him now. Like there was even, um, you know, they do like, um, I can't remember who it was, like Vanity Fair interviews and stuff like that. And they will show, they were showing like Justin Roiland, other people doing his impersonations from like TikTok and YouTube and whatnot. Mm. I think I and, watched that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I watched it at the time. This is a fair few years ago, but even the news around all of this controversy, they were like, has Justin Roiland already chosen his replacement without even realizing it? And a lot of the fans are backing up a certain person from that exposure from the Vanity Fair interview, have been like, this guy would be perfect. It's just a rando guy that could do the Rick and Morty voices perfectly in both of them. Uh, but yes, yeah, so it's, think- it's one thing to be able to do the voices like Justin Roiland, but like Barry said, like it's it's the tone and the way that those lines are said and, and the, the the feeling behind it is where it comes from. You can just you can you can yeah. get the line, the voices spot on, but you're not gonna have the right tone. And that tone is everything. Well, yeah. I guess that would be their screening process. I mean, I know if he had a hand in writing it, that's one thing. But if everything's to be believed and he wasn't even showing up and him and Dan Harmon weren't even on good terms and he, all he did was read lines, maybe they can get someone even better. Maybe they can get someone that can bring a complete different type of tone. Maybe they might even even touch on it in the show a little bit. Like, you sound a bit different, man. You're okay. Like, who I mean, knows? they could kill off C-137, Rick and Morty. Yeah, 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 absolutely. And then easily go into a different, you know, or when they break past the, what's it, the... um. The central finite curve. Central finite curve. Maybe yeah. they'll break past that, and maybe that's a great opportunity to change up the tone. Yeah. So I think Dan reason. Harmon is a good writer. He, he has been saying it this whole time. He they, could, save it. they could, could justify it. Because that's what they were doing with Ezra Miller. The film, the trailer looks fucking awesome for The Flash. I'm not going to lie. I'm like, yeah, it looks good. But they're doing a Flashpoint storyline where they're going to reset everything and justify it. So even if they really didn't want Ezra Miller anymore, which they fair enough, they don't, the film itself will justify a reboot and a restart. So like I said, whether it's the infinite curve or just a little joke, or they just don't even mention it, there's ways they can move forward. And like we said, because it's animated, they might, they've got a bit more of a chance because the face isn't there. Hmm. Yeah. And yeah. I think not having an actual face and where it being animated, they have saved themselves a little bit of trouble. But it goes still goes back to the thing that, you know, it's got Justin Roiland's name on it. And even if these allegations do come out and it's all fake and it's all bullshit and if someone's just trying to get clout or get some money or whatever, regardless of the reason, that's now tainted. His name has now got that reputation. And it's, it's like watching Kevin Spacey or like, like Tom Hanks or all these people that I love these actors. They're fucking amazing actors. But I can't watch Tom Hanks. <laughs> You're talking about Pizzagate. Pizzagate. I don't know what Pizzagate is. I can't. Oh, I, I heard this thing about Pizzagate. And... I, I, I know I mean, what I, I know what Rikesh is talking about. I think I know what Charlie's talking about because Rikesh is the one that showed me the video that now disturbed me. But uh, I mean, 
Okay, I have I'll, to live in ignorance. If Tom Hanks is, if Tom Hanks is, is I swear I've told you the story though. I know I you I have. I think it was you that showed me it, and I think that's. I think it was called Pizzagate because uh, it started off with um. It, it might be. Yeah, I, I, yeah, honestly, it started I off with like this Instagram post that was like a special yes, code. That's the one. Yeah. That's the one with the terminology. Anyway, yeah. let's not. Let's. That's not what this today is about. Rabbit let's, hole. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, point being, like, once you get a reputation like that, it's hard to shake, man, and. I can't really watch Kevin Spacey on screen anymore. Even if it is like an amazing film like Baby Driver or House of Cards or anything of like usual suspects, I can't watch Kevin Spacey anymore. I can't really look at Tom Hanks anymore. It it has that reputation that's just well, kind of Tom hard Hanks to shake. It's not. It's not a hundred percent official or anything. Like I mean, that. And yeah. honestly, I I live in a world where Tom Hanks is 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 a diamond, and <laughs> until that is proven otherwise, I will remain. And I, I know it's probably not the way to think about people because you shouldn't idolize people. But yeah, oh, man, it's tough. It's uh, hard. It is some hard. kind of belief. You know what I mean? <laughs> some kind of I hope. Think I think it's fair the way we approach things. We're not idolizing to the point where we're going to get the tattoo of their name on our fucking bodies. But it's not we're not so naive to say, oh my God, really? How could it be possible? It's like, no, we don't know these people. We know of these people. We know stuff around them, but we don't know them. So I think it's safe to keep an open mind. Still love who you're going to love. Still support who you're going to support. Keep an open mind. Make your own decisions. But ultimately, don't be too surprised by anything. That's how I stand it. That's why for me, hearing this is disturbing, but I'm like, but okay, but I never knew the guy. Like, if I read the newspaper and was like, "Oh, they found out someone I don't know in South London was doing kill four people. He was he was a murderer." I'm like, "All right, cool, terrifying." But I didn't know the guy. But to someone, it might have been a big shock. Like, you know, yeah, the people who yeah, did know. Yeah, of course, that's of course. It. Yeah, you're right. You're 100 right. That's 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 the only way I could survive, man. We've got so much exposure of these people. Yeah. And don't get me wrong, the media does portray them in a, in a for better or for worse is either at their highest highs or their lowest lows they've got all their shit together they can afford everything they are happiness they are a role model or they're like they're fucking i don't know druggies abusers going into rehab like they're, they're, they're terrible. You, you just don't know you know you like yeah, being, a, being a member of the public you're never really gonna know we only know what we get shown from like exactly. media exactly. or instagram or facebook or whatever the fuck it is we we never really gonna know the full story we get we get shown one side of it and that's all we get shown. We can dig into it a little deeper, but we're never really going to know. And yeah. that, that's where the misinformation comes in. And you, with the internet, especially now, there's so much shit flying around. It's kind of hard to escape any of it. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So I think that's the safest way possible, man. Uh, otherwise, yeah. you're going to do your own hating. But look, lovers will be lovers, haters will be haters, as Taylor Swift said. But we're not, we're not here talking about her. <laughs> True. <laughs> So before we get on to like the last point, um, I think we're about to run out of time on here, aren't we? We are. So I think we will stop this one here. We oh, we're going to take a, we're going to we're going to take an ad break now. Um, ad break, monetized wait, what, what, ad break. Hold on, what's what's that? Eye holes, eye holes. Hey guys, do you do you, do you need some eye holes? Oh hey, yeah, I need eye holes. You need some eye holes. I need some eye holes too because you know when when you need to be driving and walking and talking. What you need is more, not eyes, but eye holes. So, get up on it, get up, yeah, but you're Rikesh, Rikesh, copyright, copyright. No, oh, 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 uh, get the original Rikesh. Original, bro. <laughs> I can't be original. Oh, I just, on, I'm out of here with those eye holes. Shit. <laughs>
<laughs> did I do it? Did I do it? Did, did I do it? <laughs> all, right, okay. all of a sudden, all you're going to hear is bang, 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 bang. The copyright police are going to come in. Like, I'm going to take it down. <laughs> oh, shit. I'm so sorry. No. <laughs> da, 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 da. Look for Rakesh. Where is he? Anyway, anyway, it's, it's, it's uh, uh, 54 pounds a month. So. Ba, da, ba, ba, da, ba. <laughs> I'm ready. This All right. Oh. Hi guys, welcome back to the podcast after the air break from the eye holes. I hope you've bought your all the eye holes that you can because this is we're almost out of stock. We're going quick. It's going fast. This isn't QVC. Get this your is, eye holes. Get your eye holes from eye hole eye hole town and eye hole town. Uh, yep, that's that's what we're calling the company. I was about to be like, if you yeah. want eye holes, then contact this number. And I was about to give you a number, but I thought, uh, no, let's no, not no, do no, that. no, 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 oh, one. no, 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 one. <laughs> yeah. When you put the eye, zero in the one and the zero in the one, it looks like eye holes. You're That's what I was going genius. for. You're a genius. Binary. Oh my god. Okay. And it even yeah. spells by holes. By holes. <laughs> by holes. It just spells different. This is a different product. By holes. Okay. Anyway, okay. sorry, Rikesh. So, with all that having been said, with Justin Roiland and all the all his stuff. Um, Obviously, they've fired him, but people from Rick and Morty's show have been anonymously sharing that even though Roland's been cut and separate from the show, he hasn't actually been a part of the show for years. He's not actually been seen in the office. He's not actually... He records most of his lines at home. He hardly ever shows up to recording sessions, and when he does, it's like once in a blue moon. And apparently, he's just generally really difficult to get along with, even with Dan Harmon. And there's a lot of friction between the two behind the scenes um and you know that he's got his own shows justin justin roiland's got um yeah solar opposites, solar right. opposites and koala man yeah which have been picked koala up yeah. hulu yeah. I, I think, think it was hulu picked up which one's the one with the scientific girl is that solar opposites i've not seen either but i, I think i think so. either solar charlie or aliens. fraser showed me one of those episodes it was very Rick and Morty, Rick and Morty-ish. Yeah, even with those shows, like his own shows, people like staff from those shows have said that they've never actually even met him at all, even over Zoom like this. Like he's, They've never even met him to work on a show. And it, that's his show, which I think, you know, that's, that, that's bad work ethic for one, obviously. But aside from all of that, hearing that he's not been part of the show, he's not really put too much input in it over the last couple of years, that only really reaffirms my faith that Ricky Morty will just get better from the next three seasons on. If it does get picked up for more, then it could be picked up for more. But if yeah. when you remove that friction, I mean, he might have been a core part of the show and he might have had a lot of insight into a lot of things and helped write most of the shows. But when you hear stuff like that, it's been coming out and, you know, when someone's like that is removed, surely it's only up from there, right? Like, Well, look, here's the thing, right? So when Rick and Morty, like, let's say the last few seasons he's not been involved, let's say, what, what season are we on now? Like six? Seven, six, seven, seven. something like that. So say, like, from, episode, from seasons four or five onwards, right? He's not really been a part of it. There has still been, you know, interviews and, you know, stuff like that with Justin Roiland and Dan Harmon, and they act like they're good mates and whatever. 
So, you know, at that point, they wanted us to believe that they were happy and they were good at creating this show and whatever. Now that all this stuff has come out about Justin Roiland, which everyone kind of knew was going to happen because he's a bit of an asshole. Now it's like, oh, yeah, he's never turned up to work and stuff. It seems very convenient for the marketing of, the, of a, mm-hmm. you know, a multi-million dollar show. Very um, I think the, and I think <clears throat> it is in Justin Roiland's best interest to just be like, you know, to save the asset, you know, he's going to be, he's going to be making millions off of Rick and Morty. He'll, he'll always be a, a, a co-creator. So yeah, I think, I think it was in his best interest to kind of allow them to do that anyway and not argue with it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I, yeah, I think, I don't know. I, I'd say it's, they are keeping us where they want us and we are now itching to watch it. Whereas, you know, as Sirhan said earlier, if they had kept him on the show, people would have boycotted it. And so the fact that they've said, well, actually, you've been watching a load of seasons where he's not even been a part of it anyway, it kind of makes you go, oh, OK, so it's probably going to be OK then. And you know what yeah. I mean? And you're instantly going to watch it anyway. Yeah. yeah. I think both sides make sense because it's one of those cases where if like the Kevin Spacey thing, when it all popped off, if you weren't likely to believe the first thing and the more and more people kept coming forward, it's like, well, oh, yeah, it makes sense. More people would because with some of them can try and money grab. They're going to try and create more drama. The news wants more attention, blah, blah, blah. But at the same time, it makes sense where it does happen in the real in the real world, where once one person speaks up, it really makes it likely for the other person to go, you oh, know, fuck it, I'm going to say something. I'm going to say something. And there might be exaggerations or elaborations, but I think both sides make sense in, in that regard. Because let's say that even if 100 people came forward, to a certain extent, if Adult Swim and Rick and Morty as a show were like, okay, this, this sort of information could be more damaging to us. Let's put a little spin on it they're still going to kind of hold back on certain things and give or drip feed certain things forward. So I think it could be true, but the way they're giving us the info may be a bit more managed. It's almost like, um, like PR. Yeah. Sort of thing. It is but, literally, it's, it's yeah. Public relations, press release. Yeah. Yeah. Them two things combined. And you know, I think I, regardless <laughs> of it, I think the end result is like we said, he, he's not going to be uh, at least known uh, associated with the show anymore i think that's that's the only thing we could take for like a hundred percent yeah mm. well i don't know see this is, this is this this is the thing right like when you when you say both sides have a point i get what you're saying like it, it could be the fact that you know it's true and he hadn't ever really been working on the show for years and all that stuff is true or it could just be the same thing like you know adult swim and cartoon network have a, a bunch of fucking like, crazy lawyers and marketing team and they know how to mm-hmm. spin mm-hmm. these kinds of stories and if getting ahead of it and being like yeah you know he hasn't really worked on the show for years it's still going to be fine don't worry about it they keep their viewership like they, they kind of keep themselves protected you know they can recast justin Roiland to pick someone else to do the voices which wouldn't be overly difficult <coughs> but then you know you go back to the same thing of like will the show still have that same feel under a new voice actor because justin Roiland is is rick and morty you know, like mm-hmm. as much as there is the writers behind it, he is the characters. Yeah. So yeah, 100%. It's, it's kind of hard to tell. And you don't really know what the true story is behind it. We, we, we just get presented with a story or with the outcome or whatever. And we just have to kind of figure it out in a way. And that, that's where we kind of all get left hanging, you know? Because mm-hmm. when, when you I... do hear stuff like this, like pedophile allegations and like domestic okay. abuse, it does put a sour taste in your mouth trying to watch the show again. Like I know for a fact, like I'll watch the next season regardless because it's still Rick and Morty. It's still a fucking great show. 
but I'm not going to know how I really feel about it until I'm sat watching it and then I get a feel for it. But Mm. that's just me, man. I think the best way... Oh, sorry, go on. Sorry, you go first. No, no, no. I'm just... I agree with Rick. I think that's what... I feel the same. I think that's what it comes down to. I won't know until I watch it or even rewatch it. Uh, I just... I won't know until that, until I have to put it in practice. Have you tried to rewatch it since? Um... No, I haven't. I haven't. I just finished up, but I don't think it will. I don't know. I've just got this feeling. I'm like, I don't think it will, but I feel like now we've spoken more openly about it and I've got more into it. It will probably spike and taint the viewership a little bit, but I, there'll be enough going on where it won't be so prominent. But like you said, mate, uh, I, I might, I might need to watch it and just be like, I can't fucking do this. Or yeah. I'm actually don't do that. Don't do that. Don't watch it and paint it. <laughs> Self, because I think you know the bliss is that we don't have to look at Justin Moyland. You are hearing his yeah, voice. Yeah, but yeah. The voice that you're hearing has been directed and written by more than just him. You know the words he is physically saying. Yeah, there's improvised bits, and you know, you know the whole um, interdimensional cable thing that you mentioned earlier with him riffing a lot. Sure, you know that a lot. If you you know if you want to take from that that <laughs> he's not funny because of allegations that have happened, but at the end of the day. Funny people have existed, like Bill Murray is being accused, you know, and I think no way. people are people. Yeah. Uh, Bill Murray's one it's quite public. He like, you know, he had it. Uh, he was like quite creepy on a oh. talk show and stuff, but these are people that, you know, they are still funny. You can hate them mm. or love them. Chevy Chase is still funny, you know? And if something was to come out about Ricky Gervais, he's still, his comedy is still funny. It might be harder to watch it, but at least with Rick and Morty, you're not watching him. His words have been orchestrated. His, you know, his jokes have uh, angled in a certain way. And, you know, it wouldn't have been greenlit if it was, you know, beyond that boundary of, you know, being creepy. Like, you know, how in House of Cards, he's actively a creepy guy and he's hitting on younger women and and men. And it is hard to watch. Yeah. You're not getting that in Rick and Morty. You are. You, there's so many people in the way of it, and you know there is literally a, a, a color screen in front of you of of what's going on and a whole animation team working on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So don't let it taint your experience. It's it's it is a fantastic show, and yes, it had someone who was involved with some shit. But you know, at the end of the day, I'm not justifying anything he's done. But these are just people, and people have done bad things throughout history and still created incredible things in the process. Her life is a long time, and in that little portion of his life where he was working on Rick and Morty, he created, helped create something beautiful, and I think yeah. that's kind of just what you take from him as a person. You go, he's an asshole. I, you know, fuck that guy. This is awesome, though. I really like this, you know? Yeah, yeah. I think that's fair. It's almost like saying they've got an amazing writing staff. If one of them had come out and all these allegations come to them, we wouldn't have taken it as personally because we exactly. don't know the face. Yeah. That doesn't mean we're going to watch the show and be like, oh, he wrote this episode. I can't, I can't watch it anymore. Mm-hmm. It, it's a little bit of that association. So I do agree with you, Chaz. I think that's what I mean. Like, I'm, I want to watch the new season. I can still have it in mind, but more excitement of, I wonder what they're going to do. I wonder what the new spin's going to be. I wonder how they're going to approach it, handle it, yeah. manage it even. Um, just more on a curiosity sort of side to it. Yeah, but I'm still want to see where the storyline's going to go. What, what's what's happening with Rick? You know, we, we ended the last season on a big, like, canon level of, you know, Rick for, like, two, two and a half episodes was a fucking robot. And mm-hmm. then he's been trying to hunt down the original Rick and blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, I want to know what the fuck is going to happen. It no, sounds like what I will say, 
Oh, mm-hmm. Sorry, no, no, finish your point, mate. I, I thought you'd finish. My bad. <laughs> no, no, I, I just wanted to say that it almost felt like they're going to go a bit more to the original style of Rick and Morty, a bit of the old formula of a bit more of that original broken Rick. Of, no, 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 I haven't given this obsession aside. I'm going to find this fucker. Like, he just seems way more concentrated. I think so. I, yeah. I, I was going to say, I don't, I don't know if you guys still watch Corridor Crew. Yes. On YouTube. So they have recently been dealing with like AI stuff and how you can basically, first of all, they've done it with audio. And so you can, you spit, you know, it's basically like, you know, when you teach your phone to listen to you and it, whatever you do that, a load of that, you say loads of different words, but then essentially it can just, you can just generate a voice. Now the technology has come so far and that was like maybe a year ago that they did that. The technology has come so far now that they can even animate from live action, like frame from, it looks incredible. Oh, yeah, yeah. It. It's yeah. so, so, so amazing. But long story short, they actually could get Justin, they could get Rick and Morty as characters, put in the sentences and the inflictions they want in their voice. And Dan Harmon can literally DJ it. And I know it sounds stupid, but it's just the way you want something to be said. It's just the tone that you want it to come across as, you know, when someone says, you know, I love you, you want them to say it like, I love you, or you can, and you can just, I love you. You can, and you can tweak it, you know, and there are so many people that work on the show. I think they could literally just do something along those lines, even yeah. if they have a voice yeah. actor do it first yeah. and then, but you know, I think it's pretty doable in this day and age to just yeah. go, mm-hmm. all right, cut him out. It was, it would, it will be good anyway. You know, well, hopefully yeah. we, I mean, yeah, we won't know until hopefully. it happens, but yeah you know um with corridor how they kind of i know it was probably around way before but at least for my viewership they introduced the element of deep fake and they do deep fakes and stuff we all know what it is yeah 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 uh randomly i saw uh, an advert and i don't know if you've seen it i think it's on itv and it's called deep fake neighbor wars this isn't a plug by the way itv please sponsor us and it's basically (laughs) (laughs) from what i could tell it's basically deep fake celebrities i don't know how they got away with it but they're all neighbors and it was so like kim kardashian's like the postman or something or like rihanna's this person and keanu Reeves, and they're all just living on the same street and i assume they're impersonators mate it looks really the other concept with the technology i'm like yeah it it makes sense. There's no I'm laws. Like, as far as I know, there's no laws yet. So no, mate, I've no, been no, saying no. this. I put an Instagram post up on my Insta probably about two or three years ago. And it was when deep fake really kicked in. And I don't <laughs> know if you guys ever saw it. It was when I had my face on Wolverine. And it was like a little trailer yeah. of me, my face on, on Logan. Um, and mate, I literally say in the caption, I don't know how this isn't illegal. Because you you could literally put your friend's face in a porno and get them fired you know, or something like that. And I know it sounds, and that's a small thing. We know everything we know because of what we see in here. If we see a video of Justin Roiland punching a, a woman in the face, right? And we'll go, oh, fucking Justin Roiland. Oh my God, I can't believe he did that. That could be fucking fake. You know what I mean? I'm not saying that was Justin Roiland was a bad example because it probably has happened. But, you know, it could, it could be done. And like, you know, as you said earlier, we only know what we hear as the public and what we see as the public. And it can all be fucking lies now. Yep. <laughs> yeah, it as it comes. Yeah, you just and enjoy it as it comes, you know. Yeah, I think yeah. try to not let it inflict anything. I think that level of thought towards it is a bit of a product of our generation. Like we are the generation where we had a good 10 years without the internet, then in our 10, 11, 12 years old to like teenage and adulthood, we've had the internet and we know what to believe and not what to believe. Or we even know kind of the idea of I just keep an open mind and quite you, you we don't know what to believe, but we know the parameters in which to, to not be surprised. 
Yeah, to an extent. To an extent, I think I reckon that there are still a fair few very convincing bullshit articles out there that have been tested on people. Like, this is a fake article. We'll show it to people, see what they reckon, and then see what happens. And people yeah. still fall for fake shit. Like, I still fall for Like, I'll see something on the news. Like, oh, you know, how many times have I seen something like Jackie Chan's dead? Like, what the fuck? You go Google it. Jackie Chan's not dead. He's still alive. He's fine. I mean, it's like, it's just yeah. so much fake shit. And because you've got the internet but- and mobiles that you've... Yeah, it's just mate, it's a rabbit hole. You yeah. could literally go all the way back to Michael Jackson, Elvis. You know, people have been saying the power of Hollywood, the power of music industries, it's so fucking unfathomable. Yeah, dude, you know, dude, when yeah. you have that much money that you know, dude, they say that Epstein killed himself killed himself in 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 prison. Come on, man, the guy's a multi, multi, multi millionaire. <laughs> he could I don't even he's probably a billionaire. He could have just he, he could offer the guard fucking you know, 80 million right there. And then that kind of going to fucking say no to 80 mil. You know what I mean? Like to let this one fucking weird guy, you know, and there's, well, you know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Money and power is, is scary. Just, yeah. <laughs> yeah. For real. For it real. Could be true, anyway. True. Anyway, anyway uh, I, I, ITV, uh, watch it. <laughs> ITV. You know what? I kind of feel bad because we haven't asked Fraser once what his opinion was on this whole Fraser. Thing. Oh, Oh no! Wait, he's not here. That's why. Oh, oh, oh! Fucking Fraser. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to shoot off now, guys. I've got like. Wait, can I, can I? I want to say one last thing, Rick. Did you choose Rick and Morty because your name is Rick? Yes. Have you? (laughs) (laughs) Nailed it, mate. Oh my god! Sherlock moves right there, mate. Sherlock and Watson over it. Mm. I figured it out. So Vinci code. You've got bitches. the smarts on today, Sohan. Oh my god. Vinci code. I've worked it out. Wow. I'm telling you. you I'm actually not Sohan. I'm actually Fraser with a deep fake. I thought he was gonna say Morty. <laughs> Plot <laughs> twist. Plot twist. <laughs> ah. <laughs> okay. Guys, I yeah. need to go because I'm hungry yeah. now. Yeah, that's it from me, guys. That's that's all the notes I had. But um potty. Wait, we have to do um, the outro, Chuck Channing. All right, Peter. Yeah. yeah. Oh, um... not, all right. He's not dead. <laughs> Come now. I hope not. He's just watching that. Fraser, man. we love you. Um, thank you for listening. Uh, if you have been this whole time, thank you for sticking with us. Uh, I'm Charlie. Appreciate it. I'm Rick. I'm Fraser. And I'm Sohan. Nice. Guys, I love you. Always as usual. Love you guys. I can't wait to hold you in real life and just just, just smell in the... the oh, I, said, I, I went in a Justin Roiland direction there for a quick second. I was like, oh, oh, be, no, careful, be, be careful, be careful. Oh, jeez, Oh, jeez. Oh, jeez, That's where we get sued right there. All right. Have a good night, guys. Have a good night, guys. Thank you. I feel weird now.